Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gass Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Good morning, my friend. Hope you're doing well. It's going to be a great day here in Nebraska. We had a beautiful weekend, and I'm rested and recharged and ready for a new week. I hope you are too, and we're praying for you. Don't forget to pray at wall.w1md.com slash prayer if you're willing to join us to pray with and for people all over the world. It's a great way to just jump in and, and do some work on behalf of others, but also to bear your burdens and let other people carry some of the load for you. If you've got something you're dealing with, put it out there on the prayer wall, w1md.com slash prayer. It's a great community. And um, don't forget about it. It's always a great resource. Um, hey, I want to tell you a little story about perspective. So this weekend, we have a, a big flagpole, probably, I don't know, maybe 30 feet tall in our front yard that Dale and Joe Margaret's put there um, before we bought the place from them uh, a couple of years ago now. And when we moved in, there was an eagle on top of the flagpole, and it was bent. The windstorm had come and, and bent, the, bent the eagle and tore the rope out, and, and, the, and the cable going up the pole was broken. So we couldn't use the flagpole. We kept meaning to get it fixed and kept meaning to, to, to hang a new flag and just never got around to it. Well, our friends Al and Kristen decided it was time for us to have a new flag and have an eagle up there on that flagpole. So they found a guy named Blake who had a cherry picker, one of those you know bucket trucks that you can park and, and elevate somebody up to the top of a pole to do some work or whatever. So um, Saturday they came over and Blake came over and, and uh, had the cherry picker. Well, they bought a new eagle. And Al and Kristen were real nervous to give us this eagle because when they when they got it, they thought it looked too big. And so we were all standing in the yard looking at this big golden eagle that was going to go on top of the flagpole, and it looked really big. We were all nervous that it was too big. It was going to look crazy because uh, it was too big. And we were all kind of spinning it around and looking at it, and we were worried that the thing was just, just too large and it was, it was going to look weird, right? So then finally I said, well, why don't we just – Blake, why don't you just run it up there, use the cherry picker and put it up, and let's see what it looks like from a little different perspective. And so he he took it up and put it on top of the flagpole, and, and we all stood back from a different angle. And lo and behold, it turned out to be perfect it, from, from a different angle, from a little bit farther away, looking at that eagle, it turned out to be exactly the right size. And, the, and the, what we needed was to stop looking at the thing from so close up and get a little perspective on it, and it was it turned out to be just right. And that experience reminded me of something I wrote in my newsletter a while back about a song from a band of all things called Steely Dan. Steely Dan's a pop band. They're still around, but they've been recording music since the 1970s. And, and I thought of this song called Any Major Dude, and I wrote a letter about it because it was a song Mitch would have loved. And a few months ago, I, I discussed that in my newsletter. So today I want to tell you a story about that song, Any Major Dude, from Steely Dan, and it's a song about three things. It's a song about perspective, sort of the power of perspective, the truth of impermanence, 
and the importance of wise counsel. So we're just going to spend a few minutes talking about major dudes, perspective, impermanence, and wise counsel. And the good news is, my friend, we're going to start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery. To get it done, you can get the show notes and more at drleewarren.podbean.com. That's drleewarren.podbean.com, and if you like the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Hey, okay, so I told you we're going to talk about Steely Dan. I don't know if you've ever listened to Steely Dan. I don't, I don't really ever listen to secular music these days, um, mostly because I find that worship music makes my day so much better. I just I like to keep kind of a soundtrack of wholesome thoughts running through my head all day long. My childhood, though, was different. We went to a church where the the music was all a cappella. It was just your voice. Somebody had decided that we weren't supposed to use instruments in the church. They parsed a couple of verses out of the out of the New Testament where people were instructed to sing and make melody in their hearts. And so somebody decided that meant that we weren't supposed to use any instruments other than the voice. So we sang a cappella music, and that led to a sort of a philosophical decisions that if you weren't supposed to have music in your Christian or instruments in your Christian music, then you ought not to listen to Christian music that had instruments either. So we had rock music and pop music and country music, but we didn't have quote unquote Christian music in our home growing up. So I was very familiar with, you know, Van Halen and, and, uh, Chet Atkins and, and, uh, all those country songs, country music stars from the 70s and 80s, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers and, and all of that, and all the, the rock bands and, and uh, pop music that my older siblings liked. But I didn't know anything about Keith Green or Amy Grant or Michael W. Smith or any of those guys. So it was kind of interesting growing up that way. And I'm grateful for it because it taught me to play the guitar. I heard my mom's eight-track copy of James Taylor's Greatest Hits, and I heard something in the way she moves, and I decided I had to learn how to play that. I couldn't believe that one man's hand could make so many beautiful notes, so I sat in my room as a nerdy teenager and and played a guitar that my dad bought me at Walmart until I learned how to play just about every song on that album. And then dad bought me a Martin D18 in 1984 for my 15th birthday, and that's the guitar that I still have to this day. I played it this weekend. So I became a really decent, I thought, guitar player with a decent enough voice, and I became part of bands, and we won talent shows, and we entertained people all over the place for years. And It was interesting, though, that it wasn't until I was in my 30s, really in my 30s, that a pastor challenged me. It was at Oak Hills Church in San Antonio. And he said, you know, I heard you play the guitar at somebody's birthday party or something. And he said, why don't you use that gift for the Lord? 
why don't you use that talent to serve the Lord? We need people in the music ministry. So I got involved. And for the first time in my 30s, for the first time in my life, I began to use the musical gifts that God had given me, such as they are, to serve Him. And from then on, I got involved in worship leading. And contemporary Christian music became my soundtrack in my heart. And I found that I was just able to have such a more positive life when I've got good, solid music running through my head. If you're a musical person, you need to make sure that the music that you're putting into your heart and into your head turns out to be something that's useful and helpful and profitable for you. I met Lisa in the worship band at church. I've led worship in Germany and Iraq and in churches all over the United States now. And specific songs for me, they kind of anchor times and people and places. They just become part of memories that I can latch on to. When I was singing this, it was at this church at this time, or when I heard that song, I was with these people and doing that thing. And I credit my friend Tommy Walker for saving me from my misunderstanding of grace and what it means to be a Christian. I've told that story before. I'll tell it again someday. His song, These Things Are True of You, I think really kind of saved me, so to speak, from bad theology and a difficult part of my life that I was going through. It really, that song, These Things Are True of You, literally changed my life. Um, and I'll be eternally grateful to Tommy for writing it. And my family has a really kind of wacky sense of humor. We often communicate in song lyrics and movie quotes. And th- this helped me navigate some of the more tense moments of my kids when they were adolescents. So we use humor to get through some of those things. I had to use humor to soften those emotionally charged conversations that those times brought. And since we lost our son Mitch in 2013... I'm often ambushed when a song comes on that he loved or you would have loved or when I hear a song that communicates something that he and I discussed or he fretted or worried about. And so a while back, I ran across this old classic Steely Dan song from an album called Pretzel Logic that was a huge hit in the 70s. And the song was called Any Major Dude Will Tell You. Let me play it for you.
heart falls together again When the demon is at your door In the morning it won't be there No Here are the lyrics. I've never seen you looking so bad, my funky one. You tell me that your super fine mind has come undone. Any major dude with half a heart surely will tell you, my friend. Any minor world that breaks apart falls together again. When the demon is at your door in the morning, it won't be there no more. Any major dude will tell you. Have you ever seen a squonk's tears? Well, look at mine. The people on the street have all seen better times. Any major dude with half a heart surely will tell you, my friend. Any minor world that breaks apart falls together again. When the demon's at your door in the morning, it won't be there no more. Any major dude will tell you. I can tell you all I know, the where to go, the what to do. You can try to run, but you can't hide from what's inside of you. Any major dude will tell you. And I heard that song randomly as background music and something we were watching on television one night on Mitch's birthday, in fact, this year, February 9th. And it just broke me open. I listened to it the next morning during my quiet time, and I realized that I needed to share these thoughts with you. I needed to put them together somehow because the song hits on three themes that we all need to internalize. The truth of impermanence, the importance of wise counsel, and the power of perspective. Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gash Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. I, I swore then, I said, this has got to be a podcast someday. I wrote it into a newsletter, but it was just until now with this perspective of the cherry picker and the eagle this weekend that I thought, you know, now's the time to talk about this on the podcast. So let me give you a few things to think about, okay? Verse 1 sets the scene. The writer's friend, he calls him my funky one, which I thought Mitch would have loved because he was always, he's lived, loved funk music and funny ways to put things. The writer's friend is struggling with something. His mind has come undone. He feels like it's all over. There's no coming back from this. So Mitch, and most of us really, Mitch always struggled with a worry that whatever's happening right now in this moment was going to permanently affect everything forever. He would he would freak out. He would get into this this worst-case scenario mindset. And he gets it honestly because Lisa and I both have a tendency to do that sometimes. And he would say, whatever's happening right now, this, this bit of trouble that he's having is going to change his whole life forever. Right? He couldn't get out of that, that thing, and it would kind of panic him a little bit. But the song rightly notes that most things have a way, my friend, of working themselves out. The demon that's at your door tonight is often gone tomorrow. When when the sunlight comes up, the eagle looks just about the right size, doesn't it? Or as the Bible puts it in Psalm 35, though the sorrow may last through the night, 
joy comes with the morning. That's often true. Obviously now when you lose a child or you have cancer or some other massive thing happens, as we've talked about many times, the demon may not in fact be gone tomorrow or the next day or the next. But you can gain perspective, and it does get better. And when you're in such deep darkness that you can't even remember what it was like to see the light, that's when you need some help. Sitting here drinking coffee and watching the sun come up, and I'm just thinking about that. Line from Mark Rogap's book, Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy, when he wrote, Our our natural bias is to individualize suffering. He, he wrote that about lament. Our natural bias is to individualize suffering and make it about us. In the second verse of the song, the writer mentions that even the people on the street, which by which he means everybody else, right, they've all seen better times than he has. He's, he's walking down the street, and he just imagines that everybody out there has seen better times than he has. He's got more tears than the mythical squonk that they talk about in Pennsylvania, which was a beast that was so sad that it dissolved into tears when you captured it. The squonk. His tears were worse than this guy's, or not as bad as this guy's. He's like, everybody's seen better times. Even the squonk who's made out of tears has it better than me. And that reminds me of the guy in Lamentations 3 who, after he spent two chapters documenting the fall of Jerusalem, the murder of the king, the plundering of the temple, and the pillage of the women, and starvation of the children, he looks at all that and says, I'm the man who has tasted sorrow. Right? I'm the man of constant sorrow, as the song says. When you're in the pit of despair, when you think that it's never going to get better, nobody has it as bad as you do. You, you have this idea that you're the worst person. You're worse off than anybody else that's ever been through anything. And you need, my friend, in that moment, you need a major dude to tell you. I love that the writer didn't imply that there's only one major dude who can help us in these circumstances. There's not ever just one person who can help you. He's not saying there's some guru somewhere with all the answers that you need to go find. He's not saying you got to go find Dr. Lee Warren. He's the only one who can help you. He's not saying that. He says any major dude with half a heart will surely tell you, my friend, any minor world that breaks apart falls together again. What he's saying is that we have to come together as humans here. When you're going through something, if, you, if you've been through something hard, and if you've got half a heart, you're willing to then turn to your neighbor and say, hey, dude, it's going to be okay. I've been through something hard before. You're going to make it through. Tomorrow it'll feel better. So what's a major dude then? That's the question. A major dude, we'll define it for the purposes of this podcast, is a person who's lived long enough to have seen their share of scary demons that turned out to be gone in the morning. Somebody who's willing to share their perspective when you're having a hard time. Somebody who's willing to say, hey, run it up the flagpole with the cherry picker and let's see how big that eagle really is. Like the person in Proverbs twelve twenty five and 26, they talk about when he says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor. Paul said it like this in 2 Corinthians four sixteen and 17. So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day for this light and momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. You need somebody who's going to come along and say, hey, this is hard, as John Swanson says, but it's going to be better tomorrow. There's going to come a time when you'll get some perspective on it. This, this is hard but it's going to be okay. You need some major dudes in your life, friend. Charles, Tommy, Agatha, Lola, Juliana, everybody listening out there, Brian, Clay, whoever it is, wherever you are, friend, you need some major dudes in your life. 
You need the community of church, good friends, a kind spouse, maybe some writers who will always bring you the good word. You need some good podcasts. You need some folks who will say, hey, I know this is hard, but who will also tell you that the morning is coming and maybe the demon won't be there no more. That's what I always told Mitch. It's why I'm here every day talking to you on this microphone and this watching the sun come up because life has a way, my friend, of making our minor worlds break apart over and over again. And that can feel like everything. But we have to learn how to have hope that we'll all fall together again. And when you find yourself seeing the light again, you got to be willing to be a major dude for someone else. Let that person know that in the morning it might be better. Get some distance from that flagpole, and that eagle will start to look like it's about the right size. It won't, see so, it won't seem so massive and impossible and wrong. It'll seem just right. It'll seem a little better when you get some distance and perspective. Any major dude will tell you, friend, and the best thing that they'll tell you is that you can start today. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren podcast is listener supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. That's patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron only episodes and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.